This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I am fired up and excited that you joined me today. Can you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Well, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're preparing for a phenomenal weekend of gathering together with the people of God and the house of God to lift up the name of God. You do better when you're in church. So I hope that you find your way into church this weekend to be in community because we all need community. I like to put it this way. The Christian life was never meant to be lived like the Lone Ranger. Even the Lone Ranger had Tonto. You need community. And I hope that you uh, will find it. One of the reasons why we need community is because we are trying to navigate the Christian life in a fallen world where sin is is, is really prevalent. And uh, the brokenness that comes from that by making choices uh, that are contrary to the ways, the will, the word of God, uh, it causes us to experience brokenness in, in a lot of ways. One of the top uh, sins that plague our society today is pornography. And today I want to have an honest conversation, tactful, because I recognize some of you are picking up kids from school and navigating back and forth. But I also want to have an honest and authentic conversation. Let's be honest. We live in an over-sexualized society, and uh, access to pornography has never been easier. As a matter of fact, it used to be that you had to go looking for it, but now it comes looking for you. And so often it finds uh, our children at a young age. It affects us throughout our teen years into our young adult years, and the next thing you know, Addictions are formed, but how do you break free? Is freedom even possible? And for some of you that are listening right now, uh, you're in such a dark place that you've given up hope. But I want you to know that the power of Christ is available to you and that freedom is possible. So today I want to talk about the road to sexual purity uh, for men and for the women who love them. Nate Larkin is my guest. He's the founder of a wonderful group of authentic men. It's called the Samson Society. He's also the author of Samson and the Pirate Monk, Monks, rather, Calling Men to Authentic Brotherhood, published by Thomas Nelson. He is uh, a man who's committed to telling his story of recovery from porn and sex addiction and uh, to uh, making sure other men know that freedom is possible, wholeness is possible for them as well. He uh, is one of the hosts of the Pirate Monk podcast, and he joins me today. Nate, how are you, brother? Oh, I'm doing great, and it's such a joy to be with you, Chris. Hey, thank you for carving out time to be with me, and I've been praying for this conversation ever since I heard about you and your ministry. So give us a sense of the Samson Society. How did it form, and what's the mission? Yeah, well, Samson Society formed in 2004, which was six years after I got into recovery from porn and sex addiction. 
uh, I had a long and dark battle that, uh, you know, I didn't see the light, find the light, find a safe place to get healing until I was 42. By, uh, so that was in 1998. By 2004, I was walking with a dozen guys, all of us Christians. And uh, we wanted, you know, I'd found freedom in 12-step recovery, which was not explicitly Christian. Mm. But the experience really revitalized my faith. I will tell you that even though I was always active in church during the darkest years, I was mostly just going through the motions. But God had become ever more real to me and freedom and healing was there. And we wanted to be able to integrate our Christian faith, what we know to be true, use our Christian language uh, in a safe uh, environment. So we formed the Samson Society in 2004. Now – We've got members in over 100 countries, more than 15,000 guys. Wow. wow. Uh, yeah, 500 local meetings and then a lot of online meetings with guys all over the world. You know, I want you to take us back because you said a number of things, but let me do this first. I want to let those who are listening know we're going to open up this conversation. And as always, it's my endeavor, my heart to create a safe space for those who feel called to uh, join this conversation. Maybe this is an absolute answer to prayer. Maybe, like Nate, you've been crying out to God for a safe place to experience freedom, and you just have not been able to find it. Today, you can call. We can pray with you. We can give you guidance and wisdom on what steps to take. But most of all, we need you to call. The phone number is 877-548-3675. That's 877-548-3675. And as always, if you want to call anonymously, you can do that as well. What's most important is for you to experience God's love, truth, and grace today. Take us back, Nate, to how your battle got started. And what do you mean when you say it took you time to find a safe place? Yeah, well, I grew up in church. My dad was a preacher, and I was marked for the ministry from an early age. Uh, always loved God. You know, one of the great mysteries of, of the Christian life, of the human experience, is how we can wind up doing something that we hate and yet being powerless to stop. It's, you know, it's that experience that Paul describes. So. Yeah. You know, clearly in Romans chapter seven, the very, I, you know, the very thing I want to do, I can't do the thing I don't want to do. I can't stop doing. So, uh, you know, like most boys, pretty much every boy, I encountered pornography uh, around the age of 12. These days, the age of first exposure is much lower. Yeah. Uh, but nobody had warned me at that point that porn even existed. I was taken completely by surprise, completely unprepared. But if there was one thing I knew, it's because it had never been talked about, because it was a taboo subject, I knew I couldn't talk about it either. Mm. And so um, although I hated what I was doing, I knew I had to f- – oh, what I believed was I had to fight it on my own. I had to over – just me and Jesus had to fix this thing. Uh, and – you know, and that began this kind of seesaw battle that raged for years. You know, during adolescence, uh, on into my college years, I told myself that marriage would solve it. That you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, that turned out to be a, a big disappointment. I didn't understand that for me, porn use had become you know, a stress management behavior. 
And mm. uh, marriage is wonderful, but marriage can also be stressful. And it wasn't long after I met and married a, a beautiful, wonderful woman, and by the grace of God, we're still married, that I found myself back in the soup with porn. What I told myself then was porn was probably my best protection against infidelity because I love my wife. And I told myself that because I wasn't interacting with real people, that it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't infidelity. It wasn't adultery. Maybe I was even doing my wife a favor by taking care of my sexual needs as I understood them in my own way. What I didn't understand was that porn was grooming me. It was training me toward sure. infidelity. Sure. Uh and so then came that fateful day. I'm now a pastor. I've got three kids. Uh, when on a on a Christmas Eve, on my way to host a candlelight service, I pulled over to offer a woman offer a woman a ride out of the rain, not knowing what she was doing, mm. until she was in the car and propositioning me. And at that point, all those years of programming took over, and I found myself doing the unthinkable. What I thought, yeah. what I was certain I would never do. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I, I eventually just cycled into despair. Mm. But church did not feel like a place. Well, by then, of course, I was a pastor. So it would have been, in my mind, fatal to admit to anybody how far, how deeply into the weeds I'd gone, how far out of control my behavior had become. But even before then, um, the church culture in which I was raised uh, really f- thought that shame was probably our best defense against sexual sin. We could shame our way out of and shame each other out of right. what I now know to be shame-based behavior. And it never worked. It never worked for me. You know, you have just told the story, and you know this, of literally countless number of men uh, mm-hmm. that I've met along the way. And uh, most men... Um, including myself, were exposed to pornography at an early Mm -hmm. age. And again, it becomes such a taboo topic that Mm -hmm. all you know is uh, this is shameful and I better not talk about it. But uh, I am grateful that over the last couple of decades, there have been books that have been written to help to confront this, to Mm -hmm. bring it out into the open, to help men to oversee it. But there's something more here with the Samson Society It is more than just a book, more than just some tips and advice. Mm -hmm. It offers Mm -hmm. a community that really does make all the difference. I say it this way, that God changes lives through relationships, Nate. Absolutely. And that's exactly what you guys offer. Let's go to the phone lines, as I said, throughout this conversation. We're not just going to hear Nate's testimony, but we're going to hear wisdom from a man who has walked the walk and who can help us as men to understand God's redeeming grace. But we're also going to take your phone calls at 877-548-3675. I'm up against a break, but I wanted to get Blass on. Blass is calling from Hollywood, Florida. Hey, Blass, thanks so much for calling. What's your comment today? Hey, Chris. Uh, thank you. What a blessing to hear Nate's voice. I just want to offer a few words of encouragement. Uh, Nate knows exactly who I am. The Sense of Society changed my life. Uh, I attended my first meeting March 5th of 2020. Um, my sister exposed me to pornography at the age of 12. And wow. um, 
I, you know, I, I got to say, when I met the Stan Society, it was not the magic pill, but it was a road that I could travel with other men that were going to become my friends, my yeah. brothers in Christ that were going to lead me in the path and in, 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 in the journey together that has helped me to get a grip on this addiction. And um, I've been to two Samson Society retreats. The brothers, that, the, the men that I've met here are my brothers. This has become a lifestyle for me. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that if anybody out there that is dealing with this addiction, you know, this is the place where you're going to find authenticity. You're going to find genuine men that will never put you down. Instead, when you fall, they're going to pick you back up, dust you off, and say, let's go, brothers. Let's keep doing this together. I, I just it. get choked up. But well, Blast, first off, say, brother, I, I just want to say thank you for calling. You know, we could talk about all day long um, the difference that the Samson Society makes. But, folks, you just heard from a man who has uh, really in the midst of it. And, and, and one of the things, Nate, uh, that I love about the Samson Society is this sense that we're all in a battle. We're all in a yeah. battle for yeah. sexual sanity, uh, for our authentic relationships, to end yeah. destructive habits uh, that mm-hmm. really are in a darkness and killing us, eating away yeah. at our soul. And when you hear Blast, you, you hear a man who maybe, yes, maybe you can describe him as having an addiction, but certainly a man who doesn't want to be bound, a man who wants to be free. And maybe you're that man and you're listening to us right now. Maybe you're in your 20s and you're like, how in the world did I get here? Or maybe you're in your 50s and your question is, can I ever be free from this? Uh, it's no mistake that you're listening today. There are no coincidences in Christ. Dial this number, 877 877- 548-3675 to join the conversation. Nate, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want you to talk to us about the extent of the problem because uh, this is no small issue that we're dealing with. And then uh, some of the ingredients uh, that we have to embrace in order to experience freedom. Is it easy? No. Is it possible? Absolutely. Uh, Nate has a podcast that I want you to learn more about as well, The Pirate Monk podcast uh, and there's so many more resources for the samson society find out more by going to our website equipradio.org if you're looking for a safe place today you have found it for us to have a real honest and authentic conversation we want you to join it with nate larkin and myself so much more to come next up on equip with chris brooks really teach about homosexuality? Did Jesus mention it? Aren't the Old Testament laws null and void? These are questions many Christians face and we must all be prepared to answer. That's why I want to recommend to you, is God anti-gay and other questions about Jesus, the Bible, and same-sex sexuality by Sam Alberry. Request a copy today when you support Equip with a gift of any amount. Call 888-644-4144 or visit EquipRadio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. I know this is Valentine's Day month. And I know so many of us are thinking about love and relationships. 
But this month, what I wanted to do is talk about sex and sexuality. I wanted to have an honest conversation about everything from is God anti-gay to how to overcome pornography and so much more. So that's been shaping our guests and who we interview. But it also is the reason for our um, our book, our resource of the month. It's entitled, Is God Anti-Gay? It also takes up other questions about Jesus, the Bible, and sexuality, written by Sam Alberry, about 100 pages, but it's a phenomenal, phenomenal book. It has uh, touched the lives of so many. Here's what I want you to do. If this is something that you're going through, if this is something the young adults in your life are going through, and you just want to be able to understand how to answer the most prevalent questions, what Sam does is he lists out some of the most prevalent questions and helps us to think deeply about them, both from an ethical perspective, biblically, as well as a relational perspective. For many of us, for many This is not just an academic conversation, but this is happening in our own living rooms, in our own lives. And so I want you to get a copy of this. You can get it with a gift of any amount. We'll send you out. It's God Anti-Gay and other questions about Jesus, the Bible, and sexuality. Uh, It is not meant to bash anyone. It is simply meant to answer one of the big questions that our society and the church is asking the phone number to support the program. We could send it out to you now, 888-644-4144. Call today and uh, be as generous as you can. I know for many of you, you've just been blessed by the program. So maybe that call is just for you to say, hey, I just want to pass on a note that the program has been a blessing or an encouragement. Your words of encouragement mean the world to me and to our team. The phone number, 888 644 4144. My guest today, Nate Larkin, founder of the Samson Society. We're talking about helping men to experience freedom from sex addiction. Um, Nate, talk about, if you could, quickly, and then we're going to go to the phone lines again, the extent of the problem. This whole thing of sex addiction, porn addiction, it is no small issue, is it? It is not, no. Now, the Samson Society, of course, is a group for men, but Porn by no means these days affects only men. The pornographers figured out a few years ago that women were a huge untapped market and they have targeted women, especially young women, with pornography curated and created especially for them. So I'm hearing more and more tragic stories from women who feel an extra layer of shame because in their minds, this should be a man's problem, that it's somehow even worse for a woman to become ensnared. And of course, it's not just women, it's children. They've targeted kids. And now with all the different ways in which kids can connect and share uh, digital data and images and video, the age of innocence is over. And the age of first exposure to pornography has been dropping dramatically decade by decade. Now, what I hear most reliably is uh, probably around the age of seven. Wow. So we, we're yeah. kidding ourselves. We're kidding ourselves to think that, uh, you know, our young, beautiful, lovely young kids who we absolutely adore uh, are as naive as they may feel as though they have to pretend to be around us. You know, I was talking to a group of men recently and I said, you know, the church, I believe in my estimation over the years, has done a really good job at saying to the person who's yet to believe in Christ, 
that um, you're, you're a sinner. Christ offers mm-hmm. grace and salvation. He actually is the remedy to your sin problem. But for those mm-hmm. who come to Christ, what we haven't really dealt with is what do you do with your sin problems after Christ, after mm-hmm. you've come to him? Yeah. And if you come to Christ, as I did, as a teenager— that means most of your sin that you've committed in life has come after you've come to Jesus. And so mm-hmm. I think that what's powerful about this conversation and the ministry of the Samson Society is that it helps us to take up that question where the gospel mm-hmm. is not just the answer for the unbeliever, if you will. The gospel yeah. is the answer for all of us, even those who have a relationship with Christ, but yet still in the battle of their lives with sin. Let's go to the uh, the phone lines again. Michelle is listening in Florida. Hey, Michelle, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for calling. What's your question for Nate? Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for having me and taking my comment. I really appreciate you all. Um, I'm trying not to be emotional, but my husband has been having this, this issue. And as a wife, I'm trying to see, you know, what more can I do? I tell him, I sure. say, look, I'm here. You know, what can mm-hmm. I do? If you feel that that way or that urge or whatever, let's, you know, let's pray and then let's come mm-hmm. together. So that yeah. way you can overcome this. So, you know, what can I do? He says that he wants to change and he says that he's trying to get out of it, but he keeps feeling the shame um, from it. So what sure. more can mm-hmm. I do as a wife to assist him? That's my question. Thank you so much, Michelle, for calling. And obviously, the brokenness in your voice is uh, clear. And once you know, we're going to pray for you. I want to give Nate an opportunity to respond first. Nate, what do you say to Michelle? Well, first of all, it's so beautiful that she has that heart toward her husband. Yeah. And uh, it's clear that she knows that he loves her and that in, uh, in, a, minute, in, in a real respect, this isn't about her. Um, she can be loving and she can be supporting and she can be helpful. Um, I'm glad that it seems as though they've got a good relationship. I often say this, if you're married, I say this to guys, if you're married and your wife is your best friend, that is a treasure. Hmm. Uh, but if your wife is your only friend, both of you are in trouble. Um, there is A wife can be supportive and helpful. And sometimes, actually sometimes, what a wife needs to do is draw a line. Uh, That's If the husband is not repentant, it sounds like her husband is remorseful and repentant and he just doesn't know what else to do. Uh, In my experience, uh, men need other men in order to walk in sexual integrity. Absolutely. I read it. I wanted my wife – my wife actually volunteered to be my accountability partner in all matters sexual. Wow. She, she volunteered for a job God didn't build her to do because although she was willing to hear it, she was never able to hear my sexual struggles entirely objectively. Mm-hmm. It, it seemed to point out, I think, in her own heart and mind, perhaps some deficiency on her part that she imagined that she had as though it was in her power to fix me. And it hurt her to hear it. She was willing to help, but she could only help so much. Uh, my wife helps. She's absolutely my best friend, and she is, you know, vital to me maintaining my 
balance and moral stability as a Christian. However, one of the best things that she does is make sure that I am also connected and stay connected to a group of Christian brothers that I'm walking with and helping. I want to say to Michelle, amen to everything that Nate just said. This is not a, a result of a deficiency in you. Uh, this is uh, something that so many men, and as Nate said, women, are battling with and need freedom from. Uh, it sounds like the beautiful thing about your relationship with your husband is that you guys are talking about this openly. Mm-hmm. He's remorseful. Yeah. You've offered to be a partner in his purity journey. I would encourage him to listen to this program. I would even encourage him to maybe check out the website, let him know, hey, Honey, I've come across a um, an organization specifically, a safe place for men to have these conversations. You know, so often, and I just want to say this, and then I want to pray. So often we talk about men needing accountability. I think that's the wrong language. I, I think there's accountability in a whole lot of places. I think what men need is places of vulnerability, places where they can be honest and authentic. Yeah, that support system of accountability can be there. But if a man feels like he's going to go to a place and be treated like a prisoner or be parented, if you will, he'll probably avoid it. But if he goes to a place like the Samson Society, he'll find other sojourners that'll be an encouragement to him. I want to be an encouragement to your heart, Michelle. Father, we pray right now for Michelle. Not just me, but many are praying for her right now. I pray that you restore herself image. I pray that she would find her identity deeply in you. She would be her husband's friend, but not his only friend. I pray that she would uh, take courage in the fact that this program was specifically with her in mind. May her husband know freedom and may their marriage be a healing ministry to others. Bless her. Bless her husband, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Why do so many uh, men stay bound? We'll talk about that on the other side of this break. Next up on Equip. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. I know today for many, it's a Friday, so that means it's payday for many. And that's a great day of the week. It means you can pay your bills, buy some needed resources, but it also means that it's an opportunity for you to invest in the spreading of the gospel. And today I would ask that you would consider investing in the spreading of the gospel through this ministry of Equip. You know, we're praying today for four new monthly partners. It is critical for our budgeting needs, but it also allows you to partner with us and taking on the tough issues of our day, just like we're doing today, as we address, address pornography, sex addiction, and freedom in Christ, but from a distinctly Christian worldview perspective. Now, the average monthly partner stands with us at a dollar a day. That's $30 a month. Can you consider right now uh, factoring that into your budget over the next 12 months, a $30 commitment per month? It allows you to know that you're making an impact and a difference in your community as we take on the tough issues of our day with relevant and biblical answers. So thanks to Joyce, thanks to Jillian, thanks to James and to Cassie, who all um, supported the ministry today. I'm asking you, can you become one of four? 
and we'll celebrate this together, but one of four who can become a monthly partner at a dollar a day, $30 a month. And I only ask if we've been a blessing to you. If you're new to the program, hey, we just want you to listen, to benefit, hopefully to grow and find freedom in Christ. But if you have been blessed by our guests, by the wisdom and resources of the program, and you can stand with us at a dollar a day, $30 a month, can you call right now, 888-644-4144. Again, call now, 888-644-4144, or go to our website, equipradio.org. Again, the number, 888-644-4144. My guest today is Nate Larkin. He's the founder of the Samson Society, also the author of the book Samson and the Pirate Monks. Now, what's a pirate monk, Nate? (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's our uh, symbol of the integrated Christian life. Pirate monk, you know, our logo is a monk with an eye patch. So, you know, we're all Christian guys. We sincerely love God. We all have a monk part that's genuine. And all of us also have a pirate part. Now, the mistake we've made is to imagine that the monk is all good and the pirate's all bad. We've tried to kill the pirate and be the monk, and that just hasn't worked very well. When the truth is that the monk has his problems and the pirate has his has his admirable qualities, and if we can just integrate the shadow, be the same person no matter where we are all the time, now we've got something God can really work with. So we're it pirate monks. Makes me want to say arg. It makes me want to do that. <laughs> but I love yeah, it. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. We all got a little pirate. All got a little monk in us. And I, and, yeah. and that's again. I, I keep using the word authentic. I think that's what you guys bring to the table. Yeah. Humility is another word. Uh, mm-hmm. Community. I, I keep saying to people one of the things that Satan has clearly tried to attack over the last couple of years is community, uh, sending us into isolation. Sin thrives in isolation. We all need community, and we need community beyond Sunday. And we got to stop talking about church like it's a destination place or an appointment in our calendars. We got to start talking about community, and what you guys offer is is community. Um, Nate, talk about what people will find when they visit the website, because so many, I think that's where their journey and connection are going to begin. Yeah, this is a big a big step for us that we took about a year before the pandemic hit. I know God was behind it. I was skeptical. You know, I found freedom and healing in a room, a physical room with guys I could see and touch. And uh and I got connected there and God began to meet the intimacy needs that I had been trying free, fruitlessly to meet through porn and other things. And I thought that in order I, I do know this. The opposite of addiction is connection. Wow. And early on, I'm an old guy. I thought, you know, the only way to connect is is to have a shared physical space. And then some of the young guys introduced me to this crazy thing called Zoom. And I sat in my first <laughs> virtual meeting and I thought, holy smokes, maybe this could work. So wow. we started virtual meetings with a goal of having at least one meeting every hour of every day, all the meetings hosted by volunteers. Uh, we're still a good distance from the goal, but we have made tremendous progress in the last few years. So already multiple meetings every day, meetings already in six languages, because we're talking about a global problem here and and a solution for a global problem. So if they go to the website, the only way to gain full access to the website is, first of all, 
I'm sorry, to be a, to be a man. This is a man's, although there is a group for wives and girlfriends called the Sarah Society. Mm. Uh, but, but you can't get into the, we want these meetings to be safe. We only want guys who are there for their own recovery. So the only way to get in is to sign up for a newcomer meeting, which is kind of a cross between an orientation and a, and a two-way interview where you get a chance to meet a Samson guy. A Samson guy gets to meet you, explain how it works. There's no money involved. There's no dues or fees. Uh, but if by the end of that hour you're both convinced that Samson's right for you, then you'll get the you'll get the link that gets you through the door and into the community where you can start to make friends. You just said something that I feel like was worth the price of admission. It is a game changer. Uh, you just said the opposite of addiction is what, Nate? Connection. Nate, absolutely. We're, we're, we're not made. taught that. We're not taught yeah. that. What do you mean by that? Unpack that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we serve a relational God. He He tells us that we, none of us are individual. We're all part of a body, this living, breathing thing whose members are so closely connected we can all move together. And yet somehow we've so individualized the Christian faith. You know, I, I grew up with a personal relationship with Jesus since I was just a little kid. I got saved early, you know. My mistake was I thought my personal relationship with Jesus was a private one, and I spent years begging God for a private solution to my private problem because I was too ashamed to let anybody else know how badly I needed help. Yes. And the truth is, truth is, Jesus offers a personal relationship to every one of us, but he's never offered anybody a private one. He first said, follow me to two guys, not just one, and quickly added 10 more to them. Had them follow him around for a few years as he taught them that the most important thing is that you love each other. Mm. Um, and so a big part of recovery is coming out of the shadows, find a place where it's safe enough to come out of the shadows and out of this fruitless attempt. I, you know, I tell guys Christianity is a, a team sport, not an individual yes. event. <laughs> I, yes. I, I'm a colossal failure as a solo disciple for a simple reason. Jesus yeah. doesn't have any solo disciples. Yeah. He never did. Yeah. And I've made the mistake. I made the mistake for many years of playing the wrong game, playing one-on-one -on -one against a superior yes. opponent. Yes. But the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. Well, here's the thing, fellas. This isn't golf, right? This yeah. this is more like football. You need a team. This is, <laughs> this is doubles tennis, if you will. And here's the reality. We're already going one-on-three. You got Satan, the flesh, mm -hmm. and the world system going oh, up against go. me by myself. I'm not going to win on yeah. those odds. Even Michael Jordan, as great as he was, you put one on five against him, mm -hmm. he's not going to be able to win. And so the reality, well, I guess it depends on who the five guys were. But anyway, you get the point. <laughs> uh, the, the reality is we need community. And, and, and Nate is not just talking to talk. He walks to walk. I was talking to a brother who knows you well, Nate, and he said he shared with you, and I don't even know how he got your number, but he shared with you, his uh, his struggle, his addiction, mm -hmm. his sex and pornography addiction. And he said, your response to him is, I want you to call me every day because that's mm -hmm. what it's going to take. And yeah. he was blown away by that. To have a man say, call me every day. Friends, mm -hmm. this statement is life-changing. The opposite of addiction is connection. Without connection, you're not going to see freedom, wholeness, flourishing. 
or become the man you want to be, so desperately want to be. And you may say, well, I lack connection. I don't have anybody I can talk to. That's why the Samson Society exists. So maybe there's one in your community where you can gather up, or maybe you can go to one of the retreats, but you can certainly connect online as well. And ladies, we do have the Sarah Society link as well up under Nate's bio on our website. So here's what I want to do really quickly. I want to encourage, again, quickly for you to go to our website, equipradio.org. Click on today's program details, and you can find out more. I also want to say thanks to uh, Stephen for standing with us from North Ridgeville, Ohio. Thank you to Joyce for standing with us in Sunrise, Florida. We're praying and asking you to be one of four today who can consider becoming a monthly partner. Now, you can do whatever fits into your budget per month. Um, some do 30, most do a dollar a day or $30 a month. Some do 50, some do a hundred, whatever is available to you. I would just encourage you to consider standing with us. Now this has nothing to do with the Samson society. This is just supporting this ministry equip, but it certainly goes a long way for us to continue to bring guests and resources your way that will help you to live, share and defend your faith. Let me give you the number 888 888- 644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. And as uh, Nate has said, uh, to go to the Samson Society to uh, get what, what you would consider to be an orientation and to find out more, there's absolutely no cost to that. We want, we urge for you to go. Now, a ton of the calls that we've gotten today have been from women, wives, mothers, sisters, mm-hmm. girlfriends who are saying, uh, what resources are there for us to help to um, get connected? Talk about the Sarah Society and uh, what that's all about. Yeah, I love that the Sarah Society started. It began spontaneously. I know it was the leading of the Holy Spirit within just the last few years. Uh, wives and girlfriends of Samson guys in online meetings wanted a taste of it themselves. And these are women who, you know, they love their husband. They love their boyfriend. They, uh, they uh a, a lot of them are really just suffering the pain of betrayal trauma where the you know the boyfriend the husband has just fallen over and over again and it it does just it breaks their heart and the Sarah society is a place where these women can get together and and deal with those issues as christian sisters without having to hate their husbands or boyfriends and they can find their safe connection to tell the whole story, and nobody's going to beat up on them or on their husband. And uh, it's grown very quickly. And they'll soon have their second annual retreat. They, too, have started online meetings, and it's just a beautiful thing to see these these women enjoying, getting a taste of what the guys have been enjoying for a while. Yeah, and it really is um, something that uh, I-, I say requires everybody. Right. To Mm -hmm. be uh, to be involved in. I also want to reference the fact that we had an interview with Ashley uh, Chestnut. I don't know if you know Ashley, uh, but she's written a book entitled It's Not Just You Help for Women Addicted to Porn. And Mm -hmm. uh, Ashley Chestnut is is helping. So we we recognize that this is a holistic issue. It requires um, in many ways. 
resources and help that are beyond just what we can do alone. But I promise you, I promise you, it's not a mistake that you're listening today. God wants you to know freedom. He loves you. When we come back, I'm going to ask Nate, what is a Silas? And uh, why are they so important? And uh, the difference that Christ makes in this journey to sexual sanity. Don't go anywhere. Find out more at our website, equipradio.org. Also, can you be one of four? who stand with us as a monthly partner today. Your investment makes a difference in the lives of so many. Remember, you're not so much giving to us, but through us to change the world. Go to EquipRadio.org. As a dad, a friend, and a neighbor, I share your concerns over the growing problems in our culture. That's why on Equip, we tackle the tough issues, learning how to respond with grace and truth. We're looking for like-minded partners to stand with us. Would you be willing to become an Equipper today? In this role, you'll give a monthly donation to support the ministry of Equip. And as an Equipper, you'll receive insider benefits, such as a bi-weekly email that contains pastoral messages prepared just for you. Become an Equipper today by calling 888-644-4100. Or go to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. What a phenomenal conversation today with Nate Larkin, uh, trying to give you resources so that you can experience freedom in Christ. Thank you to Edwin from Brampton, Ontario, for standing with us today. Uh, Maybe you can stand with us prayerfully and financially, and I love mentioning both ways. Obviously, your financial gifts make uh, make a huge difference because airtime on radio is an expensive endeavor, and honestly, it doesn't make good economic sense unless you know that lives are being touched, changed, and transformed by the goodness of God, and, and we certainly hear those testimonies. Uh, it's worth the investment as you stand with us. Maybe you can give a one-time gift today or become a monthly partner. Either way, will you dial the number 888-644-4144. And this month, we're going to sing you Sam Albury's book. It's a relevant question. Is God anti-gay? He also takes up other questions about Jesus and the Bible and sexuality. Uh, we'll send it right over to you as you partner with us, as you stand with us with a one-time gift or as a monthly partner, 888-644-4144. Nate, uh, what's a Silas? Oh, you know, while this journey out of isolation uh, begins, has to begin somewhere, begins with a friendship, with a guy. Uh, A Silas is the guy who you are in regular contact with, ideally daily contact. This is not merely an accountability partner, uh, you're not just calling him to report on whether or not you behaved in a way you said you wouldn't. Uh, we prefer to talk about accessibility. This is a guy who gets real-time access to your life. He gets to know your story because you tell him. He gets to know what your hopes and dreams are, what your stresses are, what your uh, – over 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 time, he gets to recognize patterns. He's the guy who remembers the things you tend to forget, maybe asks the questions you tend to avoid. Mostly what he's going to do is remind you of who you really are. Uh, and, you know, we're Christians. We trust that really the partner in this friendship, what makes this friendship work is the unseen partner. Jesus promised that when two or three of us are gathered in his name, he'd be there. 
And there is something that happens in these honest conversations that benefits both parties. Very often, the very thing I need to hear is the thing I hear myself saying to somebody else. When he and I, instead of talking vaguely about sports or politics or even the Bible, are talking personally about what's going on, and then the Holy Spirit shows up with a bit of instruction. So, yeah, the Silas is – he's another guy. That's I like great. to describe him as another idiot walking in the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just two guys on a journey needing Jesus. <laughs> two That's pirate it, monks. yeah. Two pirate That's monks. It. Hey, uh, before I let you go, I'd love for you to say a final word to the guy who feels like this is a private issue. I, I'm not hurting anybody. Uh, this is just my, my own uh, entertainment or way of coping. Mm-hmm. What do you say to that man? You cannot live life fully. You can't enjoy the life God gave you. And those around you who need your company and connection are deprived of it if you are um, using pornography instead, if you're going to false intimacy and false connection. The people who are in relationship with you, if you're married, that wife, if you're a parent, those kids, uh, the people that you work with need you to be present. And you are not going to be able to be present in a way that gives life to them and to you as long as you're using porn. It's far more damaging than it appears. So for your own sake and for those who you love, find a way out. I would say especially for those dads who care about the next generation because mm-hmm. what I, I find this to be true biblically and in my own life, the sins that I don't confront and deal with in my life only get stronger in the next generation. And if we're going to give our sons and daughters a chance at freedom, then, man, we got to take this head on ourselves. Nate, Mm. I appreciate your uh, heart. Uh, I thank you. You know, I was talking to our team in one of our breaks, and I said the balance between holding us accountable but not beating us up is a Mm -hmm. delicate rope to walk. But you do it well, and I appreciate you, brother. So thanks to the team over there, and uh, we'll continue to help men to find freedom in Christ. God bless, Nate. Thanks, Chris. It's been a joy. Friends, you can find out more about the Samson Society by going to our website now. And for those of you who are monthly partners, this is the difference that you're making. You're helping men to find freedom. You're helping young adults to find freedom in Christ. You're changing the trajectory of families. So thanks to Michael in Port St. Lucie, Florida, for standing with us as a monthly partner. Michael, um, I hope you know this, but your gift, as well as the gift of other partners, is uh, helping people to find freedom, salvation, grace, and wholeness in Christ. So thank you, friends. You can stand with us today by dialing 888-644-4144 or going to equipradio.org. Until we're together again next time, as always, remember, Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. Hey, 
Hey there, friends, Chris Brooks here. Have you noticed how shame seems to be woven into the fabric of our culture? We play the comparison game and every time come up short, author Jasmine Holmes understands this pain and has felt the guilt that it brings. She talks to us about how we can live without shame on the next edition of Equip. Listen live weekdays at 1 Eastern, noon Central on the Moody Radio app or equipradio.org.